is Jim Cran. No restrictions with the talented Tracy Jane. And we had a, a, a great show with Larry Richard at the Oaks. Thank you for coming out to the show. Those of you who did, I appreciate it. And those of you who didn't, I hope to see you in the next show. See it was it. sold out. It was a sold out show. We were excited about that. At the Oaks, it's just such a beautiful theater. Uh, it was amazing. You know, it's uh, so cool to play a theater. And, and the pressure was on because the, the, the uh, Puppy Pals was a show on the night before. And it was sold out. And I was... I was kind enough to point that out to you. You pointed out, but also, believe me, Tommy <laughs> Barker, Jeff Stratton, all my buddies I grew up with. That's all I would have got for the next year. But hey, you know what? Poppy Pile sold out. You didn't. You need it, Jimmy. So I sold out. So Tommy and those guys can't get on me. Just, just let you know. The the Lamp Theater, uh, the, the tour continues. Next one. Uh, trying to do theaters every few months here in Pittsburgh. We have other shows. Uh, I have shows uh, March 18th. I'm at Steamworks in Gibsonia. Uh, Trace is going to be special guest. Larry Richard also. Uh, so we're trying to put that, that's our show with Larry and Tracy, myself, the podcast kind of, I guess, on tour in a way, our tour show. Uh, so that's March 18th. We also, uh, as I said, we have the Lamp Theater, so next theater, and that is April 28th. So get your tickets now for the Lamp Theater in Irwin. It's a beautiful theater also. It's just like the Oaks. I played there uh, about two years ago. Uh, it was just tremendous. had a lot of fun. Uh, it's right on the main street there in Irwin, so the Lamp Theater. So I hope you guys come out to see that show. Get your tickets now. Uh, go to uh, Lamp Theater. Go to their website, lamptheater.org, and, all, and get those tickets. And really, it's been so much fun. I love, love doing theaters, man. It's just such a cool and the, vibe to do theaters, you know? And the Puppy Pals aren't the night before. Maybe they will be. We don't know. So far, they're not, but they may be. <laughs> they're trailing you. As, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a show... Uh, the, the same night Donnie Iris says his 80th birthday show can't see his I wanna, I'll be seeing Donnie his next show uh, I've seen him a million times and love him and we're gonna have cigars together but congratulations and happy birthday to my friend Donnie Iris uh, turns 80 years old and I love that he never backs away from it like you know a lot of entertainers age is like a big worry for them like oh don't mention my age and Donnie he just doesn't care he's so talented Tracy just he just does it, man. He, it amazes me. And his voice is on point at 80. And it is hard to do that. I mean, not only your voice, but I remember when uh, Don Rickles turned 80. Like early 82, I believe it was. And the reason I remember, they had a documentary on about him. And uh, I saw him once, the last Sinatra tour. It was probably, in, I guess, in his early 70s when that show was. But... Jerry Seinfeld was interviewed in that show, and he had the greatest line. It made sense about him performing at 82 at a high level in Vegas. He said, uh, you know, it's amazing that man has the energy to push out that energy. Right. It's just fantastic. Because, you know, as a stand-up, you've got to push it. It's tough to push the energy out at any age. It's tiring. It's, it's emotionally draining. So 82 years old, and now it's a, for Rickles, but I'm just saying... Uh, Donnie looks about 25 years younger than he is. That's the difference between him and Don Rickles. <laughs> Rickles looks like an older man. Donnie looks that's, amazing. That's true. He's it, in much better shape. I saw Donnie two years ago. Uh, he was doing a show at Jurgles. He was running up and down the stage everywhere. And I asked him afterwards, man, I said, what are you doing? Are you working out? You must be working out like crazy. He says, 
goes, yeah, no, man, it's two cigars a day. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's too funny. Well, the the cool thing is with Donnie is, um, you know, I I got to I, I slept out when I went to IUP. I slept outside overnight to see a show to get tickets to Donnie Iris a concert at, at Fisher Auditorium, and to become friends with him was just uh, amazing. Such a you know a great person and, and, and so talented. But I remember watching him at Fisher and thinking, my God, he was the coolest thing because he would do he did a show. And what he would do is he'd go off and he'd come out with a yellow tux. And that's when he did the rap. Oh, really? He had all those little stories he still, you know, tells with those, each song. Uh, Back on the Streets was out. And he sold a lot of records, believe me. He's, he's a national act, international. I mean, I, I remember being in a gym in Florida not too long ago. And they're playing Ali in the back. It's just Donnie. <laughs> but, it's, but he's so down to earth, you forget that. He's just a genuine guy. Uh, if you get a chance to see him this year, he still does. He'll be doing shows. He does. He'll do he like four or five big shows around the, the tri-state here. Him and Mark Afsek. And the funny thing was, uh, I got to goof around with Donnie on the radio when I was on DVE. And what happened was, we had a call out of nowhere, and, uh, so, and I had met Donnie in a charity event a few months earlier, and it's just getting to know him. And the caller kind of says, hey, goes, uh, you don't going to believe this? I said, what? He goes, this guy's in Beaver County. He goes, I'm a Beaver. He goes, I was food shopping. I was down Giant Eagle. And I went to get, I got this bread. There's last loaf of time talk bread. <laughs> One loaf left. One loaf left, Jimmy. He goes, I went to reach to get it. I put it in my basket. I put it in my cart. I looked over and hand goes into my cart, takes the time talk, just takes it, walks away. You never guess who it was. I go, who? Donnie Harris. <laughs> it's it's really to, Yeah, I'm on the phone, we're on the phone. Scott Paulson, you know. <sighs> and Scott and I were like, what? He goes, yeah, Donnie Harris took my time talk bread, and I don't know why. And I'm like, well, you mean he just took it, stole it? He goes, Jimmy, I had it in my cart. Donnie is everywhere. I saw his hand reach it. So we started doing that. Like, Donnie, everything was Donnie Iris for like <laughs> a year. Uh, and I started developing the characters uh, for Pants and that, which is based off of my grandfather. He used to take me to this, I used to go with him to his clothing shop. He was a truck driver, my grandfather. A union guy, tough guy, you know. He was a great, great guy, though. And he'd take me to this shop on East Ohio Street. And uh, I can't remember the name of the store, but it was like a, it was a clothing store. It's sawdust on the floor. It was weird. These strange <laughs> clothes, man. <laughs> I can't describe it. It's like that's where Pansonette was where born. Where was it? It was on East Ohio on Northside. So, so, so Pansonette so was funny. born, and it's still doing skit about Pansonette. And um, so Donnie was coming on the show one day, and he was coming on like a few days from this particular day. And I was like, boy, I'd like to... Figure how can I get Donnie in skit? And we've been talking about him a lot with Pants uh -huh. and, and he was, so I had him as uh, Lonnie, the manager, who's Donnie Iris' brother, and that that Donnie is jealous of Lonnie because Lonnie's the manager of Pants and, and he's like the success of the family because he made Pants. And he was selling uh, Donnie Iris Dickies. So Donnie Iris Dickies were being sold at Pants and So that was the yeah beginning. But, 
and uh, we became just close buddies. And he's just such a great guy, Trace. And you, you get to meet him. And uh, well, I met him at Jurgles yeah. with uh, on that show with Mark Eddy last yeah, summer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. August, and that was my August. first time meeting him. But yeah. but I um I didn't realize until you know I just moved back from New York, so I've been out of the area. But I grew up. In Wintersville, Ohio, Steubenville's next door. Yeah, and so Wild Cherry and play that funky music. White boy Diamonds came out of Steubenville. Point. Yeah, and I didn't know until like in the past right. year that Donnie was on play that funky music. White boy. Yes, and I have two. He's two copies of the forty-five. Oh yeah, locked he's, around. <laughs> he's yeah, he's huge. It's pretty cool. It's real cool, actually. Man, I remember that. That was cool. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I mentioned if you're you know, comedy fans, obviously you listen to the show, stand-up fans, I would think. Um, I'll be at the Lamp Theater on April 28th, as I mentioned, in Irwin. Uh, but speaking of Mark Eddy, who's one of my favorite comedians, and, and if you haven't seen him, you really want to see this guy. Uh, he has a show March uh, 31st at the Oaks Theater. So just to mention... Shout out to Mark Eddy. So Mark Eddy, nice guy. He's my creator. He's the one that brought me on stage for the very first time. So he's your creator. So. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, he's. A creator. I call him my creator. He is. A, he time. is a creator. He's a good guy. <laughs> he's that guy, man. He's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, everybody's getting ready for St. Patty's is coming up. Also, that's a big thing in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh St. Patrick's Day is. We're top three city for St. Patty's Day for some reason. Like, I mean, as far as our parade and our, where we're Boston, I know Boston, New York are huge, but I tell you what, Pittsburgh is not far behind any of these cities because we love St. Patrick's Day. We love drinking. That's why we love our beer, but it's <laughs> green beer. But it's so yeah that that is coming up around the corner. I I, I love St. Patrick's Day. Are you are you big Are you big into that? Do you do you like start drinking early? Like I've friends. I have friends. This is a ritual with some buddies, you know, which I'll have to hang out with them I, and then get hung. I'll be hung over very bad uh, for my show at Steamworks the eighteenth. But we'll probably, we'll probably party right through. But, well, I got two things on St. Patty's Day. First right. of all, I've been bartending on and off for a million years, and I'm back into bartending right now. Uh, so, I nobody who bartends wants to work on St. Patty's Day because you think, oh, it's going to be it's busy. Crazy. It's going to be a lot of money. Right. No, everybody is ridiculously drunk early on. It's just. You know, you're, you're adult babysitting, you're possibly cleaning up vomit, they're too drunk yeah. to tip you well. It's just, it's a complete shit show. So yeah. you, you, you want to avoid. So I don't want to work on St. Patty's Day. No, and, no one should work on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, Jim, you didn't know this. Yeah. St. Patty's Day is my wedding anniversary of when I got left at the altar a million years ago. Really? So, wait... <laughs> So wait, so let's go back there. You, so you you had a wedding planned for a St. Patrick's Day wedding, and you were left at the altar on that day. Okay. St. Patrick, you did that. That is a memorable day. Yes, that would be tough. So What's here's, that like? here's what happened. It's just what happened. Yeah. So uh, I, I was just out of the military, and I was uh, putting myself through Chatham, and um, you know, yeah. I we met in Japan where I was stationed. And when you're, you know, you're a kid, you're overseas, you cling to people, you know, you're away from your friends and fl- family. People. So you're like, in Japan. People, people were either getting married or divorced in the military. It's just, it's a young kid military idiot okay. thing. So, uh, so, uh, so I was getting out 
And he was going to be back in the States. If I got married to him and stayed there, he would have had to stay there for another two years. And I was wait, 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 ready. This, so, but the wedding, the though. Let's go to the wedding sta- day. Okay. So, How did this happen on so the wedding day? I was on spring break. We met. He was still in Japan. We met in Hawaii, got married on the beach. He went back to wait, Japan. you did get married? Yes. So, it was officially married? On paper. And then I went back on to paper. the... On <laughs> paper. That's, that's pretty then, much official. Yeah, but we never, we never like, had a marriage where we like, lived together and built a life together or legally, anything. But we were legally we, married. We had a, I was as married as Britney Spears the first time when she but got married counts. in Vegas. It's, 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 it's good. It's, it's a new record. It's, it's a practice run. It's a good one. Exactly. Anyway, so, uh, uh, <laughs> so then I went back to school. He went back to Japan. We were going to have a post-nuptial reception a few months later when right. he came back to the States. He cheated on me and asked, Already? For, and asked for a divorce before the reception. So he didn't he leave you at the altar. He just was a bad husband. Yeah. So, just, you cheated well, on you. Just the dirtbag. Wow. Anyway, uh, so, uh, That's amazing. But I dodged a bullet because the last I heard, he was on his fourth that lasted less than a year. I would think. It, you, know, you know how they say the honeymoon? Yeah. So, his is... His honeymoon window is 48 hours. Yeah, so it sucked After at that, the time. After that, he's ready. He's out there. You sucked know? at the time, but now I'm like, whew. Well, yeah, I think that was a good move, not yeah. work. I, I, I was probably great not being with him. I'm telling you, his honeymoon time is literally when he left you. Damn like 48 hours I'm... later, I'm going back, and he's, he, who knows? When, maybe he's married, like, to a couple people. I, <laughs> One of the best things that ever happened to me. I, our, uh, um, <laughs> I dodged that bullet. There was, a, there was an ex-pirate. Uh, uh, he was married. He had two wives, ex Pittsburgh Park, uh, and it was it was publicized that Bruce was in this season. Yeah, he was doing the, the double life thing. He was doing a double life thing uh, in the public back eye. In the day. Uh, wow. He was actually a nice guy. I met as Al Martin. He used to be on our show when I was a kid and just starting the DVE, and he was an outfielder for Pirates. But they found out later he had uh, yeah, according to allegedly according to the articles that he had in the Post Gazette and Press in the day back in the day, he had uh, he had a wife. Both in Florida. Now, he's a baseball player because you're on the road. Yeah. So, and you got that weird schedule. So, he'd be in spring training and he's six blocks away. His his other family. So, he must have walked in the house after a game, spring training in the summer or or spring. And he's like, wow, it's a tough day. You know what? I just, I got to be right back. I guess go to a convenience store. He'd go down the street, I guess, and walk in the other house and say, hey, how are you? What's for dinner? And then he goes, I got to go down to the convenience store. I don't know how he did it. That is Can you imagine that stress? Feat. Yes. How did he do that? He did it for like a while. This went on for a while. Like he had the whole, like kids and the whole thing. That's amazing. So you can't do that now with social media that's on amazing. Facebook. That's amazing. No, I mean, that's They would really find tough. each other on Facebook. Yeah, that's, that's Hall of Fame stuff there. Pretty amazing. It's... <laughs> Well, you know, we, we did our show on, uh, you know, dating and all that stuff and the whole deal, the, the courting and all that dating. The, the thing that, that is amazing with the uh, young, young women have to put up with and is um, I noticed it, and some friends of mine, female friends of mine tell me about the dick pic. And I just don't get the dick pic because... I don't get the dick pic. That's like a thing where, like, if you're a guy and you send how do you not know? How do you not know that's not going to... That is nothing good. I'm talking these friends, and I'm sure, Trace, I'm sure it happens to you. I'm talking one date. I'm not talking about knowing the person for a while. I'm saying, I'm talking about like one date. One girl said, you went on one date. By the time she got home, the guy sent the dick pic. All right. I, here's my comment on the dick pic thing. Um, 
Usually, like, if a girl sends a sexy picture, yeah. the guy has already asked for it. Yeah, I would think so. Girls don't ask for dick pics. We don't ask for dick pics. They're not sexy. Before like, you get in woo. there, let me just say, does, is there any woman out there? Because in the guy's mind, he's thinking this girl's going to get the dick pic. You know what? This guy is a keeper. I'm calling mom. Yeah. And he's a mom. We got one here. You got to see it. You're going to... I'm going to print this out and put it in a frame and... Sleep next to Yes. Me. Oh, the, the dick pic. Yes. Oh, I love it. It's in kiss his... It, give it a little kiss. It's in the guy's Keep it next to your head. bed. <laughs> oh, isn't this the most beautiful it, penis? I'm going to put it on I'm gonna put it on my desk at, at work. At what and point? Stare at it. You know, there, the guy had his... <laughs> but the weird thing is the guy had his like, face and everything in it, my friend said. I was like, what? And so they, they're just like, this is like a thing. Apparently, uh, and, and, and uh, we were at a table and... and, and there other girls, yeah. I actually did that bit in my act in front of an audience and said, I was amazed at the number of women that, that this happened. We all get dick pics. I got big applause on it. I'm like, you know, I said, who had this happen? And I'm telling you, almost a third of the room or whatever it got. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a thing. Here's another thing. The girls, when we send a sexy picture... We're going through multiple rounds, try, the key lighting, the pose, and trying to get just the right one. Mm-hmm. The guys are just like, bam, look at that, you know, like, and we're supposed to swoon. That there's, there's, there's no, no, you know, production value of this dick pic. Here's the other thing. Mm. You know, in acting, they always talk about the moment before. Right. You know, if you're going to enter a scene, you're going right. to walk on stage, you're going to walk into a scene. What happened the moment before that's going to, you know propel you into your entrance you know like uh, did you just you know did your boyfriend just break up with you did you just you know see a ghost something crazy and everything how are you entering the scene like ah, what's going on with you in that moment when you appear it's like the guys never ever think about what might be going on on the well, other the, side the, the of that date, phone, the sad thing is when the you date, get a dick pic. But the date well, is probably we, going real well. What if the date went well and he's going to get a second date? This could be real. And he sends that. And that's, that's pretty much it. See, I would do a, I would do a, I would never do a dick pic. I would do a dick caricature. Like, I could I would be, have a dra- drawing. I, I would have someone draw it and then I'd send it by mail. That's the way I would do it. The, an artist rendition. Nice caricature. Kind of, of funny. Of kind your, of fun. You know, they make, they make people yeah. bigger. And all that, the whole deal. Here's sure. Here's my lovely. I had this done. I'm making you. fun. The caricature. Yeah, Open up the letter. Hey, look at Jimmy. Sent me a caricature. But I remember. I remember uh, the one guy pick. that I actually kind of liked a little bit. Yeah. We were going That's back and forth. That's if you like the person. Maybe, it was, maybe for after a few dates. I'm talking first. I'm not, yeah. not even after a few would be good. But, but I'm I still mean, even the like dating a year. He maybe was, <laughs> he was kind of an ex that we sort of reconnected. You okay. know, years later and everything. And we were talking mm-hmm. back and forth and and um. Um, he was going through a divorce, so he was like pushing it a little too fast, and that's where it went wrong. So he sent me the dick pic, but he sent oh, yeah? he sent it to me when I was texting him mm. about I was having a horrible day, something terrible. I was like, you know, like this yeah. was a supportive conversation, and I'm upset. And he sends me a dick pic, like, oh, that's gonna make it all better. Yeah, and I was much. and I was like, really, dude. We're done here. We're done. And that ended it. That was it. If you had a dick caricature, it would be a different story. It would be warmer and funnier, I would think. That would have been supportive. So shifting (laughs) shifting gears completely here. We've got to go over to, uh, i got to tell you, I I got Lou, 
my mom Lou is 84 years old. I got her a phone, an iPhone, and it's hysterical. She is just killing me. Uh, she, she thinks she's texting everyone in her family, and, and every text comes to, it's to me. Really? We're working on it. She just, it's, yeah, so I got like, are we going to bingo tonight? Things I'm like, Mom, what? And, and, and it's, oh, I, I, I thought I meant Helen, and Helen. I'm like, okay, uh, this is how you do it. And then, boom, we go. And, and she, but Lou is just the character. She's so funny, man. I just laugh. Uh, well, she you... comes to my shows uh, now, the Steamwork show. I always take Lou so you guys will see her on the 18th if you come out. Uh, the funny thing about it is, Trace, uh, I love it, too. She's 84. 84 years old. She she uses, she tries, she, and it works somehow. <laughs> Really works, but she likes the name drop constantly, and uh, she'll do it to get out of tickets and stuff, man. She, she, she it didn't work. She just wanted to go, Wait, name dropping your name. Who's oh, that? yeah, she's like, It didn't Jim work. Krennis, Jimmy Krennis, my son. What well, she kind of works better, she's masterful at it. <laughs> but uh, the police officer pulled her over, and and she's like, Yeah, you know, I don't know how she got him. I think she was in the wherever area she was in. Uh, my son used to live in this area where and I did, and, and he goes. You've heard maybe Jim Cren. The guy goes, yeah, yeah, I, I love Jim. He's a real nice guy. This police officer, and she, she's written, and he goes, yeah, here's your ticket, ma'am. I still get it. Lewis like still got the ticket, but you know, but she, yeah, she's she's the king. She, Wait, what is your mom doing in her eighties? Getting, getting speeding she's, tickets. You don't want to really drive with her. She's not the best. And, but yeah, it's and if she's like getting a, pulled over and name dropping, how many times is she getting away with it? Which, well, what's she like on the road? What she like on the road is. <laughs> I when, mean, when Kennywood opens up soon, <laughs> go to the Thunderbolt. Go on the Thunderbolt, and that's kind of like what it's like to take a ride with my mom. But, so, which means I do most of the driving nowadays. You but know, I hear so, Lou's a fan so of mine. You know, Lou's a huge fan, Trace. She listens to the podcast. <laughs> I show her on the phone. I have to set it up. And Lou listens to the podcast, and yeah, she she absolutely loves her. Trace. Like the number one comedian, I drop down to number two. <laughs> I mean, it used to be walking my mom's place in the corner. You would have thought I died years ago. There's just candles and there's candles and photos of me everywhere. And then you know he's still alive. Yes, it's just his candles and photos oh, we, we have of him here. That's all it is. Yeah, it's what he, he just. <laughs> it's like shrines. Of, God bless. But. uh yeah, she, she's very funny, man. It's crack, it cracks me up. 84-year-old Lou. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, to Lou! This happened uh, this this past month, a few months. I don't know if I told this. Now, I apologize if I did. I don't think I told this story. Did I tell this? I don't think I told a story where I was in Lou's car by accident. Did I tell it? In a, in a, I don't think so. But not, I was a, not I was, a, I was here. Okay, so I was in Lou. Yeah, okay, so I was, this was before this just happened not too long ago. So, so... At the time, I, 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 um, a few months ago, months ago, last in winter, I had uh, uh, challenges last winter. I had a challenger and I used my mom's car. And I remembered the story. I'm putting it in my act, obviously. This is my act. The story is a very funny story. I didn't, and sometimes you're so traumatized you don't realize it. They're so stupid. That's what makes it so funny, the comedy, because you're like, that's really ridiculous. Why was I even, you know, worried about this? But... I would use her, uh, her her Nissan. She had a black Nissan, and and I had a show last winter, Trace, and, and it was in, in Westview, and it was a charity show, and it was like on a Sunday night. It was like one of those nights. It was like ten degrees and snowy out, and 
and I drive her there, and I, I do this show, uh, you know, as me and a bunch of comedians were, and so I get in, I, I walk out in the parking lot, in snow, and I get in the car, and I hit the start button, and there's nothing, like it, it's battery. I'm like, oh my god, I said, I can't believe it. I just the battery's gone, done. I have to, I have to call AAA, so I call AAA, and I'm sitting there for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes in this car. And, uh, you know, that better. I keep hitting the button, nothing. And the Nissan, you know, uh, black Nissan, gray interior. And I'm sitting there, and 25 minutes go by, almost 30 minutes, and I'm waiting for a trip away. And, and I look, and I see these boots on the passenger side. And I'm like, they're like a guy's boots. And I look in the back, and there's like this guy's, like, scarf. And I realized I was not in Lou's car. I had gotten, this person had the same exact car, four cars down, the same exact model. He happened to have it open. Trace, I walked in this guy's car. I sat in this guy's car. This guy could have came out at any moment and said, oh my God, Jimmy Crane's still in my car. I'm, I don't know, what would I do? I'm sitting in his car. I'm like, like a little Cinderella, or oh. not Cinderella, Goldilocks. Wait, who was with the three bears? That's Goldilocks, Goldilocks. I believe it was. <laughs> You're you're a black I'm Nissan Goldilocks. You, it was four cars down. So I get out, and then right as soon as I got out, I call my panic. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in somebody's car. You know? And, what can I do? Because you know, you're trying to steal my car. I'm like sitting in that car for a while. I'm like, no, I got in the wrong car. I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. But uh, as soon as I got out, the, you know, come the AAA truck's coming by, and I'm like, oh, wave them off. Battery started. All good. All good. Got oh in the loose car. He You're lucky that home. that did that not have, that go wrong. That, that could have really gone oh, wrong. Oh, it could have gone bad in a lot of ways. But and you it, told me... It was nice. You told me about a story about <laughs> how you were pulling up, like to, pulling up to the casino in your mom's car and somebody was razzing you? Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? My car was in the shop and a, a guy here was hey, Jimmy Grant. He pulled it together. It must not be going well. So, yeah. so I think I like Nissan. It's a great car. It's a great car. So but just jagging me. The best thing. I said, really? It's going so bad. It's my mom's car. He just went lost. <laughs> I'm driving my mom's car. It's so bad. It's... <laughs> hey, man. Roll with the punches. That's the way it is. Long career. You know, ups, downs, ins, outs. It's beautiful. Hey, I'll tell you. I, I want to go back. I want to. I don't have Donnie Iris care. I'm gonna be 80. I'm when I was, I'm 63. I remember when I, you know, he was 63. And I'm like, I can't believe it. it's cool. You're doing a show, still performing, and here I'm still performing theaters. I, I hope at 80, I'm doing the 80 show. I hope to God I'm healthy and, and, and there, and we'll be at Donnie's hundredth year show at that point. I imagine, man, it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah, I can see him um, still going. I I've seen him out wearing his like. Rock and roll T-shirts with like a floral lame jacket over top of yes. it. <laughs> we went. I wanted to talk. Awesome. About, this is shifting gears all over the place here, but uh, just give a shout out to this restaurant. We were out at it's dinner and a bunch of people in, in uh, Spork in uh, in Lawrenceville in, in the in the, the coolest restaurant. It's like Food Network stuff where you take photos of the food kind it's, of thing. It's farm to table. Farm, yes, farm to table. Farm to table. You know, where the waiter explains, you know, this chicken, you know, with range had his own apartment, came and went when he left. No organic. Well, and they bring no, out no, treats. No, I like how they bring out treats. Like, you no, order, but then they're... No hormones. They, oh, this is from the chef. Yes. This, they add, like, they bring extra stuff to you. The cow had no antibiotics. <laughs> and then, 
He had the flu once, took two Tylenol, went to bed. You don't deserve <laughs> to eat good, him. Good life. You don't deserve to eat the little fellow. But it, but it was, uh, but one of the, and the menu was octopus, and, and it was just like this octopus. Again, look like, a, like an octopus thing on, on a Like plate. the head? It's or just, just the legs? the leg of an octopus. And, and you're like... Like a Beetlejuice kind of looking... And you're thinking, <laughs> wait a second. This is Pittsburgh, right? I mean, I... Hey, we're a very progressive town. We're getting big time with great restaurants. Spork is one of the great restaurants. Um, I love it. I highly recommend it. Uh, but the funny thing was, I thought, who orders octopus? And I just and, and sure enough, that night there's people who ordered. I saw the octopus because I know why they ordered the octopus. There's no way you're ordering octopus unless you want to go to work and show off and drop and give the old. Where were you last night? As down Spork. <laughs> What'd you have? The octopus. It was the best octopus I've ever had. You could cut it with a fork. It's so tender. That octopus, octopi, I call it. But of all places that have octopus, it's my favorite. So that's I. So next time at uh, Spork, if it's still on the menu, I have to get it. Is that not to eat? Just maybe one bite, so I could say. Is oh Permani's got octopus on the? Put some fries on that octopus <laughs> and some slaw, and I'm all over that thing. So we, so we are uh, videotaping now. So we got the videotape in. Yeah, I got all dolled up for it. Wore a hat. <laughs> you look great. <laughs> I, uh, on the other hand, well, the space was made for radio, but hey, we're going to do video uh, as we have done in the past with podcasts. Uh, so it's a, it's a lot of fun. To, so we hope, to, hope you enjoy the podcast. We're just kind of, you know, this is the, the reinvention of it as I've been doing close to 300 episodes. And we're so happy Feedspot has us uh, ranked number nine as stand-up uh, comedy podcast. Really honored to be on that list of the top 20 stand-up well, podcasts in the country. And we got some big things to. coming up, some big interviews and some exciting things yeah. on our roster. So we're throwing this up there to make sure mm-hmm. I don't, because I'm the tech. You are the tech. I'm make sure yeah. I practice getting it online and getting it up and, <laughs> and on be, all yes. the venues. It's going to so be great, that, uh, trust me. When we, we have our this. big interviews coming up. I, I'm getting it done. It'll be great. I'm getting it done, Jimmy. We're going to bring oct- octopus <laughs> on the show, everything. And I hope I hope you enjoy the show. I hope you uh, had fun, uh, as Tracy and I did today. Let's go through the list real quick. Uh, we have uh, the Lamp Theater, lamptheater.org. Uh, get your tickets now uh, for April uh, 28th. Uh, Larry Richard, Tracy Jane, myself. Uh, we headlined it. I love the theater show. Like I said, the Lamp uh, is coming up March 18th. Day after uh, St. Patrick's Day, just keep partying. Come right out to Steamworks in Gibsonia. Catch the show out there on the on the 18th of March, which is right around the corner. Um, and that is uh, that's the shows. We, uh, March 22nd, I'm doing a, uh, a show for the the food bank. I'm doing some. I'm just part of a show for the food bank with uh, uh, Larry Richard, uh, Marty Griffin, and Katie Kay. So it's honored to be asked to do that uh, for the food bank. That's coming up also. So I hope to see everyone come up and say hello to, to myself and Trace, who've yeah. been killing it out, killing it, her show. Got to see her, check out that show. You'll see them at the, at the Lamp and, and at uh, uh, Steamworks. But if you hear the name, you'll, you, she's amazing. So. Thank anyway, you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're amazing. Got to take care of the tech. <laughs> yeah. That's Jim Cran, No Restrictions with Tracy Jane. Night, everyone.